Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, the musical theatre podcast where we talk about the lessons that musical theatre has taught us in our years on this earth. It's me, KB. I haven't hosted an po- episode in a while, so let's see how this goes. Joining me at the table is Julie Eisentrager and Miranda Selwood. Sorry, I momentarily forgot my name. <laughs> It's going to go great, guys. And welcoming back, we're welcoming back to the table, Shannon. Hello, Shannon. Hello, everyone. It's always nice to have you. Oh, thanks so much. It's nice to have me too. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to talk about HMS Pinafore today. But before we do, you've done the Get to Know You quiz twice now. Right. So you don't have to do that ever again. No, I think they already know. I have done it twice. I've been here twice. Twice. And now thrice twice. Yes. What were the first two shows? How could you forget? <laughs> How could you forget? Well, we do know one of the shows, right? <gasps> we don't. Miranda. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, we, um, we leave, we'll leave Miranda to work out which <laughs> shows we've talked about <laughs> yeah, before. No, yeah. No, no, yeah. You need to. No, you're going to come up with it. And then while you do that, we're going to cast <laughs> Shannon in a show. Ooh, yay. Yeah, because that's what we're up to. Oh, Episode three so with hard. the same guest. Um, Julie, what role would you like to see Shannon play? I I, I have a couple. Go on then. Or list them all. I, d- I would really like to see Shannon play Ursula. Oh, yeah. uh, tick. Yes. Um, I'd also really like to see Shannon play the Trunchbull. I was about to say the Trunchbull too. <laughs> In tick. Matilda. I'm seeing a bit of a theme here. Is anyone else? They're all <laughs> Um, And going with that theme, I would like you to play the entire family from A Gentleman's Guide. <laughs> to love it. But that's better. So take that the one. Do that one. That oh is my who goodness. I want to see Shannon play. If I, that two is to Brisbane, I have yes. I have two like opposing sides of you, right? Which is funny because the first one is Jekyll and Jekyll and Hyde. Mm-hmm. So Jekyll and Hyde in Jekyll and Hyde, right? But also, um, I want to see you in Lacage. Oh, Thank I'd you. love that. Yes, oh. I can be either one. Right? Yeah, either. I think. Yeah, that's um okay. <laughs> well, there you go. That's five. Shows that's amazing, Shannon. Let's do it. Yeah, we are we putting them on, well, or when's that happening? Um, no? yeah, sure. I'm when when we're allowed to again, oh, then we'll start talking about it. Distance. Yes, yes, Shannon yes. How are you going with the Google, Miranda? It's um, it's actually disgusting that you don't remember the first one. Was it the first one? <laughs> oh my gosh! There's an episode here on the internet of um, Shannon talking about Gypsy, yeah. which is my favourite show. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's play some music. And while Miranda figures out what the second show is, we'll talk about HMS Pinafore. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yes. That's your favorite one, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's my favorite one. Well, Shannon, you have two minutes to tell us <gasps> what the plot oh my good Lord. of HMS Pinafore is. <clears throat> well. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a general it also, sweep. It also is known as The Lass That Loved a Sailor. Oh, I wonder I what that show's it about. I called The Lass That Loved a Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, it's a comic opera into act with music by Arthur Sullivan and Libretto by W.S. Gilbert. Mm. Um, well, it takes place on the Royal Navy ship HMS Pinafore. The captain's daughter Josephine is in love with a lower class sailor. His name is Ralph Rackstraw. Say Ralph? That. Can you Ralph? say that three times fast? Rack- Ralph Rackstraw. Oh. It's not fast. So posh. <laughs> but very posh. Um, but her father intends her to marry Sir Joseph Porter, the first Lord of the Admiralty. Mm. She abides by her father's wishes at first, but Sir Joseph's advocacy of the equality of the humankind encourages Ralph and Josephine to overturn conventional social order. Oh, wow. Mm. Yes. They declare their love for each other in a loop. The captain discovers the plan, but as in many of the Gilbert and Sullivan operas, a surprise disclosure changes things dramatically near the end of the story. Uh, Yeah, so in the end, they do get together. They do get together. Sorry, spoilers. Yes, guys, if you haven't seen or heard HMS Pinafore, um, it is. They discover that the captain shouldn't be the captain and Ralph shouldn't be a crewman. Right, he's actually highborn. Yes, yeah. role reversal means that they're allowed to marry whoever they want. Yeah. <laughs> the real question is, is there a Gilbert and Sullivan without that kind of plot twist? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the answer. Uh, so, why HMS Pinafore, Shannon? Why have you brought the show to the table today? Um, I have been done it with a company oh, in the past. Oh, been and done it? Yes, I um, did it with Opera Australia back in 2005. Guys, you're so famous. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so famous. It's a big deal. <laughs> no. Who else was in that production, oh, I Shannon? I always forget his name. Um, what, who <laughs> is he? Oh, uh, uh, t- Tony? Tony Barlow? No. <laughs> Tony Barlow? Tony Bar- <laughs> no, it was Anthony Wallow. But Tony Barlow would be me. So, um, who did you play? I played Bill Bobstay. Um, oh. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I had to wear a white seaman outfit um, <laughs> and it was quite tight and hard to dance in. Amazing. I love it. Miranda, are you all right? Yes, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm just why Candide was the other one. Candide was I remember. the other one, yes. Very I remembered well. by finding it on the internet. <laughs> Oh, Google. Uh, Julie, I don't know if there's a review from the original production of HMS Pinafore, Mate, but I'm sure there's one after. There is, probably. Haven't found one. No? All right, then. Um, I'm going to give you some fun facts, then. Um, fun I, facts, fun facts. Fun facts. I'm going to have a theme song. When there's a line in the show that says, damn, it's too bad, and then they all go, he said damn, he said damn. Um, Lewis Carroll wasn't happy. Lewis Carroll, Alice in Wonderland, Lewis Carroll was like, oh, that children were uttering 
terrible words because this and one is not okay. Specifically a a youth production which had been yeah. uh, put together because it was so popular. It was so popular. Like, you know what can make it even better? If kids play all the roles and Let's now look it. where we are and today. The, act, the direct quote is, how Mr Gilbert could have stooped to write or Sir Arthur Sullivan could have prostituted his noble art to set to <gasps> music such vile trash. It passes my skill to understand. Can I ask a question on the, the children doing it? Was it a, Am I wrong in thinking it was a boys' school and that boys played the girls' roles as well? Am I it's wrong? very Shakespearean. It is very drag, dressed as girl. Mm. <laughs> um, the other fun fact is that Sir Joseph Porter's character was um, based on William Henry Smith, the founder of the bookshop chain, chain and now kind of news agency, W.H. Smith. Oh! Who had been appointed the first lord to the, of the Admiralty in the year before Pinafore opened. He had no Navy experience before then. Um, and the Prime Minister uh, <laughs> recognised it in the show, so then called William Pinafore Smith for the rest of his <laughs> naval career. Great. What have you found, Julie? I, I, I have found a bad review. A bad review? Bad review. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's, let, let's say something, because I was in the Sydney production. It's not the Sydney production. <laughs> it's the Melbourne production? It's not the Melbourne production. Oh, it's a different production. It's a different production. Oh. Uh, 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 it's a production. It has been done a few times, Shannon. Oh, has it since, since the 1800s? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a couple. This is a review um, from broadwaybaby.com, which I feel like we've had a bad review from yeah, before. We have. Mm. Uh, this review, penned by Richard Beck on the 15th of August 2018, is of the okay. University of St. Andrews Gilbert and Sullivan Society. Wow. Yes. Uh, so it's a uni production. Um, and the, <laughs> the line that I found quite – I was tickled by, even though it's really quite mean. Um, <laughs> turnover can often be something of a difficulty for university musical societies. Students come and go as they do. Um, the standard can vary. There is no guaranteeing the quality of the new intake. <laughs> Currently, there seems to be something of a lull with the chorus, not sounding as full and as rich as usual, accompanied by a piano that is not aging too well. Oh. <laughs> like, so and they're at, like, Gilbert dude. and Sullivan Society. Like, yeah. if you're... Ouch. You're gonna... That's, yeah. Like, he's, oh. he's a meanie. He's written 329 reviews, though. Uh, maybe there's a variation in feelings towards each <laughs> show. I don't know. Do you think, do you think he's a secret Savoyard? Because that, apparently that's the name of um, the people who love Gilbert and Sullivan. That's maybe. Their, you know, oh. what, what's the, like, the Bieber? What do they call the Bieber people? Believers. Believers, that's right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or the bronies. For the My ponies. little ponies. Right. But right. that's that goes, that's something else. Yeah. So where does where does Pinafore sit in the? Uh, it's the four in the canon. The fourth number mm. four. Number so four. what was before this? That is Google. That will need to happen. Something and then something and then something. Else. Mikado was early okay. and then Pinafore. Pinafore. The sorcerer. Sorry, I've trial by jury. Really thrown a first class. Theps. Thespis? Because I feel like. Trial by jury, Thespis. then the sorcerer, and then, and then Pinafore. And then Pinafore. So yeah. Pinafore was the first really, really yeah. big one. It was one. the first one to go international. Yeah. So it's huge. International. International. Yes, they loved it in the um, British Isles and they loved it in the Americas. Well, in the Americas, um, they, they loved it so much that a whole bunch of people were just like, let's just put it on. <laughs> We'll we won't, we won't 
We won't ask anybody. We won't pay any rights. We won't order the actual scripts. We'll just, like, make it up. Well, they've heard the tunes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, like, hundreds of productions in the first year. And this was a thing that was happening um, and happened to Gilbert and Sullivan quite a lot. going to say this is not the first time this has happened. No, well, no. it might have been the first time that happened. But, uh, but then it continued. Yeah. But it was huge. huge. And in New York, they were running multiple productions. Where, where was that? number that I found before it was like eight productions at once within five blocks yeah. in New York and like, I just can't even with the come on like, to seriously tr- you like, stole a show and you put it on in eight different theatres but then like weird. the fact that potentially those all eight of those theatres were full to see the same we, show we have, yeah. to we have to assume then why would you like you're on so oh. why is the Hamilton playing in eight different oh. theatres <laughs> but let's not forget there wasn't you know Google and television and yes. Netflix which and means that potentially someone sat there and was like all right now really pay attention because well yeah that's the thing <laughs> would, like theater producers would literally send people mm. to go and sit in the houses and write out the scripts from there the is. performance but worse still there is just no way i could write it write down the score back quickly some people yeah some people are savantish like that yeah. you'd want to be yeah. just like i listen to it now i can play it yeah. yeah i can write it on a piece of paper i don't think they were doing full orchestrations right it was, you know, I don't, I don't, I wasn't the pianola, there. Just no, the pianola, just the pianola. Just let the roll. Don't make go. fun of the pianola. I have one. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm making fun of it. It's great. Is there anything else we should know about the history of HMS Pinafore? I feel like there's a lot. There's quite like, a lot. Gilbert and Sullivan go through a lot of tumultuous things to get their shows written and together. They they would argue a lot and stuff. There must be some fun stories about it. Have you seen the movie? The movie. The movie of HMS Pinafore. No, not of HMS Pinafore. Of and Sullivan. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a movie. Oh, uh, do you mean um Orphan, someone who has lost his parents? No. <laughs> Orphan frequently. O- orphan frequently. Different show. Just <laughs> different show. Do you mean the one that's like the Mikado but not the Mikado? That uh, one? Is that the one that's about their life? Well, it, it is about them writing yeah. the time they were writing the Mikado. Yeah. yeah. Mm. True. True stories. <laughs> yeah, this was fun, guys. Amazing. <laughs> well, let's. What about what about the music? We haven't spoken about the music. Yes. What are the, the bangers in what HMS Pinafore? What are the bangers in this comic opera? <laughs> that's pirates. That's, that's that's pirates. That is what Julie's been doing for the last probably couple of hours. Ah, no, that's also pirates. <laughs> no, it's but. Do you have a favourite song, Shannon? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was fun to sing. Uh, all the patter stuff is fun. You know, it's witty and what's, funny. What's I find the, the same thing about thing? Gilbert and Sullivan, though. It's like it, it's fun when you're in it, right? But I'm not like I'm not real keen to keen to go and watch HMS Pinafore right now. Or, like really keen to go and watch the McCarthy. I think that's maybe from a performer's perspective. But there are a lot of people who would sit oh, down. Yeah. definitely many yeah. a person that's bang up for some genius. Yeah, yeah. I love I to sit down and listen. Listen to a bit of Mikado, or I don't mind popping it on the old. PA. I was saying before, I don't, I, I would never think I'll oh, just, I'll put that on the on the radio and have a little listen. I've never felt that way about Gilbert and Sullivan. Mm. I don't mind going to see good productions of GNS shows because they are intelligent. They're they're witty. They use a lot of um, you know fun ways to put across political points and and things. But I, I, I don't know. I just, I think I'm not connected to it because. It's it's not the sort of repertoire I sing. Yeah. I don't listen to the numbers in any GNS and think, I'll have a C. 
sing along. It's it's not written in my voice. I would say also it doesn't. You, maybe you don't emotionally connect with that oh, genius music. But they but they're entertaining. Right. Like, yeah. I really enjoy going to see good productions because they're funny. Right. Right. And I think that was the appeal of of what GNS were doing and why this one sort of cemented their formula. They were using humor a lot. Humor. 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 Yes. But. <laughs> This this formula that we see in Pinafore is replicated yes, in, time. in particularly Pirates and Mikado. The character formulas are pretty much the same. It works on very similar um, pattern of this song goes here and that song goes there. Wouldn't you say? There is that, but I, I was I was actually actually thinking about that on the way to the uh, to here to meet you all. And it's like Mars bar. Do you know what I mean? Like it's made the same way. It's comforting. It's delicious. We know what to expect. So I don't know. I think that structure and everything, I, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you know sense. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a shortcut to understanding. Right. Yes. That's, that's what formulas work. And like Hollywood has been working off the same right. six formulas for every movie they've made for the last exactly. however many years. You know, so I'm not saying that's it's not a bad. problem. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, you listen to pieces from HMS Pinafore, you go, oh, that sounds like this. And I can f- hear flavors yeah. of Mikado. And, and I think that any composer would have, have has a fingerprint, right? Yes. yes. And yeah. that you, you instantly go, you go, yeah, well, you go, oh, that's Lady Gaga. Or, well, he or has other people's Madonna. fingers, pretty much, <laughs> right. to be fair. Ooh, controversial. Ooh. Um, back to HMS Pinafore. Any other facts we need to know before we move on to lessons we've learned? Um, there has to be. I, I'm, I just feel unprepared all of a sudden. Oh, my God. You know what? If anything just, like, pops up, Miranda, okay. we'll come back to it. All right. <laughs> Let's you. play some music, producer Zane. So, what lessons did we learn from HMS Pinafore? Did you learn anything while you were in a professional production of it, Shannon? If you're wearing white pants, make sure you wear a nude undergarment. <laughs> a nude. That is an important Not lesson a white. To Not a white, a nude. Yeah. A nude. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> How many times did we have to learn that before it stuck? Just the previews. Okay, yeah, good. Just, just, the just and how long did the previews run for? Weekish. Yeah. <laughs> and how many photos were taken in that time? <laughs> Thankfully, not from the bottom down. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, any other lessons <laughs> other than Dead underwear? Um, it doesn't matter where you come from. Love wins. Love oh. does win, but, but not it until you figure out that you're actually, actually swapped at birth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. And um, even though you're that. lowborn, you're actually highborn, but you still have to be highborn to love. Yes. Um, yeah. I learned that we've been <laughs> a bit of a rich lesson. <laughs> <laughs> we've been digging dirty willy jokes since the 1800s. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good one. Any other lessons? Uh, repetition works. Repetition does. Mm. Good work. Oh, there we go. Thanks. I just had to repeat what you said <laughs> to make that point. Emphasis. Yeah. Oh, cute. <laughs> Julie's thinking really hard and I really want to know what comes out of this moment, but I don't think it's going to be anything. <laughs> Genius are, are all about political statement and and satire. Yes. Right. So so who who is this show actually satiring? I feel like there's a little bit of satire in the sense of obviously like the head of the navy not having any navy experience happened in real life. Yeah. So to then put in the show and be like, 
<laughs> it's probably like, well, what really is this organization? <laughs> if anybody can head, yeah, like you don't need any experience. You don't need any you just experience. Have to be born into Do we the need right to family? Um, place our gaze towards America? I mean, it's yes. thing, really. Yeah, yeah. So they still haven't learned that, huh? I don't know. Let's see when they have their election. <laughs> <laughs> that 150 productions you know, didn't actually help no. teach no. them that lesson. No. Mm. Um, but I, other than that, I'm not really sure. I was not up to speed with what was happening politically at the time. Um, a lot. A lot. Because <laughs> Gilbert and Sullivan had just a lot to, they had to a lot talk to about. Say. It. There must have been changes in government during that time because they, they were very vocal yeah. in their own little way. That's they? pretty cool. Like, I don't know how so many composers in that early time of musical theatre did get away with as much as they got away with. I feel like today if somebody was that blatant with their These statement. These guys were rock stars of their time. Yeah. They were slaying the ladies. Well, isn't that what art's for? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I think um, it is definitely more censored now, though. I also just learned, doing research, that um, <laughs> our mate Gilbert had some great sideburns on him, some, like, <laughs> magi noodle-looking sideburns. They look like a freshly cracked packet of two-minute noodles. They, they, they really do, noodles. actually. Yeah. They do. We'll put, really we'll, we I love that there's two people like, they do! And Miranda's like, what? <laughs> we might put that photo on the socials for y'all to have a look at. Chicken or beef, though? <laughs> oh. I reckon they're chicken. Oh, no. They look like chicken. <laughs> Any other lessons <gasps> from Pinafore? Oh, I did learn that... Um, Navy and Army salute differently. Really? And the reason why they do that is because back in the day they used to use tar to put on the, um, what's the floor of a boat called? Deck. <laughs> a deck. There we go. <laughs> Glad you said that right. Um, yeah, and so their hands would be dirty. So it would the hands would face the other way so that they wouldn't show their <gasps> commanding officers the their tarred hands. Musicals taught me everything. Oh, thank goodness for musicals, guys. Let's play some more music and then we'll cast this show. want to see in HMS oh. Pinafore. <laughs> I forgot we had to do that. <laughs> it's just come flooding well, back. Obviously, obviously we're going to put Zach as Ralph, right? He's playing Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> so who would like to, who would we like to see as his brother? Lady Love is what oh, I was going to say. I thought you were going to say brother. No, they're not brothers. No, they're just like they're just from another the... mother. Calm down. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Um, can, can we just do a whole like high school musical cast reunion? If if you want, if we're You're, being lazy, yes. Jo- Vanessa Hudgens. You mean Joseph? Who are you going to cast as Josephine? Are you casting Vanessa Hudgens yeah. as Josephine? Josephine. Yeah, it's Josephine. Does that mean that who played Sharpay? Ashley Tisdale. Ashley Tisdale is Buttercup. That's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! I, hate this. I think we're giving producers okay. a headache. <laughs> I think he just has a headache, and we're adding to who, it. Who are we casting as Dick Deadeye? Oh, he. I think my favourite character. It's just your favourite name. Where he's just being like, you're all rubbish. This is rubbish. No. And I've got to tell on you. I love that he's an able seaman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's really able. Yeah, he's Who so able. As would a, you no. cast in that role? As Someone who's missing an eye, obviously. <gasps> or has a dead eye. My dog only has oh, one eye. Um, um, Billy. No, is his name Billy? From On the Street. He does interviews on the street. What's his name? Oh, Billy Eichner. Billy He actually would be quite funny. He would role. be really funny. <laughs> it's <yeah>. mean, but... <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> you didn't say it. No, true. 
he'd be really funny in the role. He would actually. I, 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 I'm happy for that to happen. Didn't he play? He was someone in the live action Disney, wasn't he? Tomorrow? Pumba. He was Pumba. Yeah. So he mm. can sing, right? He can sing, yeah. Yeah. Done. Right. Crushed it. Because Lion King and Pinafore are like basically the same score. So if we're going to do <laughs> Pinafore, we may as well cast it well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's the thing about GNS is you can, you can stunt cast absolutely every role and it still works. Yes. I've. And in stunt casting every role, who else are we putting <laughs> in this show? Um, I would like to see Jack Black as um, yeah as um the um, um Sir Joseph Porter. Oh yeah. Oh. All right. All right. Like hoity-toity in charge buffoonish. Com- Why won't you marry me? Yeah. I think it'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Quite funny. Uh, uh, this is weird, but uh, and inappropriate and not good casting. But I want to put Ozzy Osbourne in there somewhere for. Oh. Some reason, Why? but I don't know where I would put him. Maybe he's dead eye. Yeah, I guess. Cousin yeah, Hebe. Yeah, yeah. Gender swap. Most often when you <laughs> see <laughs> when you see this is done by you know opera societies, light opera societies, etc. Mm. etc. Et you did it with an opera company, right? Right. Yeah, not musical theatre. Right. So, um, in your great knowledge of operatic performance, mm-hmm. who would I cast? Who would you cast? Well, um, if we look back at two thousand and five, <laughs> it's rather perfect casting. <laughs> <laughs> With um, Tony Barlow. Yeah, Tony Barlow. Yeah. Yeah. Sale of the century. Is that Tony Barlow? No. Yeah, yeah. I think Sale so. Sale of the century? I don't know. America. Sorry. America's Sale of the century. Yeah. <laughs> um, so is that it? Are we keeping the casting as it, it as is? No changes? No extras? I'm good. You're good? I'm good. You're good? Miranda's also good. Play that music, Zach. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Does Pinafore sit on top five GNS shows? I think yeah, so. Yeah, definitely. Oh, really? mm-hmm. I, you're nodding too, Zane. You say, in, say yes. I think it does in popularity, but not necessarily in quality. Mm. Okay. Huh. I think it's very, very popular, and mm. most people would consider it one of their top fives. I think there are many other Gilbert Sullivan that might be better that aren't as... Name them. What I said before, I'm very keen for some Rudigal. Is that how you say it? Rudigal. 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 Keen for some Rudigal. Did you see it? Keen, no. And Upper I wanted, Queensland Yeah, I know. And it was and really, really yeah. good. Yeah. Jason really Brace was Jason Barry Smith in it? Jason Barry Smith was yeah. He would do very well in Pinnet War as well. Oh, well you Wood should have yeah. mentioned that in the casting scene. And that's um, why I bring it up. But even Trial by Jury? <laughs> Trial by Jury's fun. Trial by Jury's good. Trial by Jury's fun. But I don't know why people really... And maybe there was like a nautical thing in the 1800s where people were just like, keep doing it. It's great. Keep doing it. That's why yeah. I, it's yeah. the one thing that puts me off. But the, I don't know why. Put it on land the and you're good to go? Thing. Yeah, if it was if it was like tanks nah. and stuff. Maybe. But all the... You wouldn't get any double entendres. Then. That's true. About the yeah. semen. About the semen. And that's your... I think that might be your favourite part. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) Any 
other top fives, guys? Or any top fives, full stop? Um, I think, like, top five um, shows you can really play around with. Mm-hmm. So, because it's so far out of, like, copyright, right? Yeah. You can just rewrite it and throw in as many extra jokes and, and silliness as you like. So, I think you can be really inventive with it. Mm-hmm. They were always, they always intended you to update their shows as well, I think. I feel like that was it. They, yeah. they did it themselves enough to maybe suggest that they wanted and their intention was eight for eight productions to run without them. Well, they weren't. I don't, they, <laughs> they weren't, weren't letting. It was happening, but they weren't. Yeah, yeah I, I think every time someone approaches one of these productions, they update it uh, lyrically um, to be more topical of the time. And Oh, know, yeah. yeah. Get yeah. in there on that patter song and write right. a few extra verses, right? right. Yeah. Cool. Anthony Willow was like king for that. I mean, he, all the patter songs that he did for that production, um, I believe he wrote all himself so and it was really amazing that's nice mm. top five adaptable adaptable musical <laughs> oh, <laughs> other top fives are there any other I could, uh, uh, top five nautical shows what would Titanic. be on that list anything um, goes anything goes. Ooh, anything goes for sure yeah um, but if we only needed to get to five pirates above or below pinafore pirates of Penzance. yeah above. above above oh sorry above okay. i meant i said below and you i'm thinking below. above right. so anything goes <laughs> Is number one. Titanic, Titanic is probably number one. Titanic, yeah. the it musical. Could, yeah. It might go down Higher further. than Pinafore. Ah. No, lower than. You go, anything goes. Pinafore. Pirates. Pirates. Pirates, Pinafore, Pinafore. Titanic. Titanic. What's okay. the fifth one? What is the fifth one? It's yet to be written. No, it exists. Surely. <laughs> no, there's so many. Gentlemen prefer blonde. Was that a naval one? Is Love Boat a musical? Oh, yeah. Like Showboat? <laughs> Showboat? Has anyone, Showboat? Oh. Has anyone written a That's Love not, Boat musical? Is that nautical? Is there a Love Boat musical? That's I what I was not. just saying that. I hope there is. I, I hope not. not. Yeah. I hope not. Go a lot. Dames at Sea, I'm going to throw out. <laughs> we'll write it. That's true. Dames at Sea. Dames at Sea. Yeah. That's nautical. Okay. I wore a sailor suit both acts. <laughs> and maybe. Do you have a dicky? You'll yes. find this particular top five list as one of our bonus episodes later down the track. <laughs> nautical shows. Nautical, top five nautical shows in musical theatre. But if that is all for top five list, yes, I'm getting the nods. Then that is all for this episode. Woo, we got there. HMS Pinafore. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Who still knows? <laughs> Who will <laughs> ever know? <laughs> it's the big questions here at Musicals taught me everything I know. Um, Shannon, I know we're in a, a weird and wacky time, but is there anything that you'd like to plug? Apart from my hair, because <laughs> um, I've got none. Uh, no, I'm not in anything at the moment. It's a very sad time, ladies and gentlemen. It's a sad, yes, sad but time. But hopefully as the restrictions lift, things will be different. I don't know. But while we wait, you can check us out on our socials at Musicals Taught Me. No, Musicals Teach Me on Instagram you got and that. Twitter. You can send us an email at musicalstaughtmepodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on our home at the web on that's not canada.com forward slash everything I know. Uh, I think that's it. I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think you did Guys, it. Guys, thanks I think so much for joining us on this episode. Uh, as per usual, if you'd like to rate, review, and subscribe to us, on Apple Podcasts or just like keep us running on Spotify you know just like episode one you've got like three and a half years of content to get through just keep it rolling see what happens thank you for joining me Julie you're so welcome and Miranda hey and Shannon thank you for having me can't wait for the fourth show you bring us Shannon (laughs) see you next time guys Bye. bye
Hello. I hope you enjoyed, slash are enjoying, slash will enjoy whatever podcast I'm in right now. Once you're finished with it, why not pop on over to Broadway and Other Kiwi Dreams, a podcast exploring the lives and minds of theatre practitioners in and around the New Zealand performing arts industry. Join me, James Shearer, in a deep dive into what makes this industry tick. You'll hear conversations with some of the top names in the Aotearoa performing arts scene and beyond, from the up-and-coming to the big Shorty Street stars. So, if you're into the performing arts, come on over to Broadway and Other Kiwi Dreams, because no two journeys are the same, and wherever you are in yours, I hope we can inspire you to soldier on and keep following your Kiwi dreams. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast.